Good morning, everyone. <clears throat> Once again, we'll try to keep it relatively on the shorter end compared to some of the longer times. So we're going to start today. We're going to jump right in with a Shaila um, that was asked of Arab Yosef Mashash Mesas, whichever way you want to pronounce it, in the Shaila Sachovis Mayim Chaim. Before I jump into the question, though, I will provide some background as to who he was and when he lived. Yosef Mesas or Mashash was born in Meknes in Morocco in 1892. Um, at a pretty young age, he became a Rav in Algeria in the city of Tlemcen, which is, uh, if you know of Jewish cities in Algeria, that's probably one of the top two or three. Uh, years later, he returned to Meknes in Morocco, where he became a Dayan, and he was very involved in the Yonia Kahila. Uh, we had a connection with the king of Morocco. In 1964, he moved to Eretz Yisrael, uh, soon became appointed the Rav of Haifa, and he passed away in Eretz Yisrael in the year 1974. Um, and the Shalos HaTshubas Mayim Chaim is one of his uh, svarim, what connection, if any, did he have to Chabad? So it would seem that he was in Meknes when Chabad was active there, and the uh, according to the testimony of at least one Talmud in the yeshiva there, he heard Shiurim in the yeshiva from Rav Yosef Meshash. He's also, you may have heard of uh, of Shalom Meshash, who had more of a connection with the Rebbe. Uh, Shalom was his cousin's son, so they are related. So the first uh, the first chalak of uh, Mayim Chaim was printed in Morocco in 1934 in Fez, and the second chalak was printed in Yerushalayim in uh, 1967. So, in Shalos HaTshuvah's Mayim Chaim, Ayyad HaChaim, Aleph, Sim, Pevav, as we'll see from the date at the end, this seems to be from either the late 20s or the early 30s. So, uh, he starts off, he says, Poyeira, Tlemcen, there's a Beis HaKnesses, Yedua, there's a well-known shul, and it's named after Adeneinu Harav, you know, as Rosh HaTavis, Reb Aleph, doesn't say the full name, but uh, Reb Aleph, uh, Alan Kawa, or Alan Kaveh. Um, so he doesn't say the name, but apparently what he means, he's referring to the Befrayim. Alan Kaveh, or An Kaveh, he uh, lived much, much, much earlier. He lived in the, the 1300s, 1400s. He was originally from Spain, um, and uh, he was born in Toledo, and then he lived around the time of the Xedas, Kufnan Aleph, for those familiar, even before you had the Gedish of Resh Numbez, but 100 years earlier, 1391, there were uh, some very wild attacks on the Jewish people in Spain, and many of them fled to North Africa, to Morocco, to Algier. So that's how he ended up. He learned by the Ran back in Spain, but then he ended up uh, in North Africa, and he ended up finally in Tlemcen, in Algeria. And his name, Ephraim Ankaveh, is one of the most legendary names, apparently, among uh, North African Jewry. Morocco, Algeria, Tunisia, and uh, this show that uh, Rav Mashash is referencing is, uh, at least according to uh, the encyclopedias, is uh, still there till today, like a famous show that was named after him. So Rav Mashash references this show and he says it's built with, built with pillars, you can find pictures of it, um, but it was a, an, an old building, and as time went on, uh, you know, plaster was cracking, it uh, wasn't in great shape. 
and it didn't look very nice anymore, and they needed to uh, raise a lot of money in order to uh, maintain the show, repair the show. And uh, the community at that time did not have funds. So he says, we have one generous individual. His name is Haravalio Sayag. And uh, he, he's, he's stepping up to the plate. He is willing to, uh, to help uh, pay, you know, cover the expenses of uh, retiling the, the show with, with marble, with designs, uh, so that it lasts for a long time. So what's the problem? Everything sounds great. The problem is that this person is uh, a real estate owner here in uh, Tlemcen, and he has a lot of karkois that he gets his parnasa from. But among his karkois, he has a big chotzer in the Reva Hagoyim, the Gentile quarter at the edge of the city. And this chotzer, he says, is Yudua Lemishkan Hazima Vachoteva. It's the red light district of the town. He owns it. And how does it work? So he doesn't actually manage that property. He has a guy who, uh, who rents it. And that guy takes a cut out of every S-man. He takes a, a, a portion. And then this guy pl- pays a sach cuts of nida yem There's a set amount that he has to pay every day to the Yiddish owner. And he gets to keep the rest. So due to this uh, information, there were ma'adarim that said that uh, we can't accept this year's donation to the show because we know, we know in the Torah it says, Asnan Zaino Mechir Kalev. And uh, they wanted to tell that this is included in that category, the guy who owns the property, that, etc., etc. And I was asked, Rav Mashash, as I was asked by uh, one of the Chashuv, who mentions his name as well, are we allowed to accept the donation or not? And he asked that I write it, I put it in writing, a clear tshuva to set the record straight. So this is the tshuva, right? So this is the specific shayla, a specific case. He even mentions the, the name of the guy. No, uh, no shame there. Um, so we're going to go through, we're going to continue going through the, uh, the shayla, but I'm essentially bringing this as a way of launching into this general topic. Is it acceptable, is it okay to accept money from illicit, shady sources, issues, things like that? Um, of course, surely none of us are at all familiar with any such uh, situation. This is all uh, theoretical, but uh, it's possible theoretically for the Shah to come up, perhaps on Shlachas, etc. So let's continue going through the Tshuva now that we saw the Shah. So he says... I think uh, this is, you know, overdoing it. Kanos, extreme. I've already been asked and I've already answered that if you look at the Torah, you want to know what the Torah is talking about, what's the Isser Menah Torah, the Torah is talking about something that you can be makative itself on the Mizbech. So, for example, if they gave, you gave a behemoth to Haida, or birds, or Shemen, Silas, that's what the Torah is talking about. But if you gave money and she spent the money and bought a carbon, you're allowed to bring the carbon. And even if the object itself was given, but that still only applies to the object itself, the essence itself. But let's say she received wheat and she ground it into flour or oil and she pressed it into olive, she pressed it into oil. Also, mutter. It says in the Braise there, and in Timura, which is where this sug is, and the Ramah Paskin that way. And his Bechlaat Mashma from Stam Shas and Paiskim, that the Eslan itself is only Osir for Tzarche Amikdash, specifically in the context of a Karavam Esa Mikdash. 
but to do a mitzvah, if you gave shaman and she wants to be malakin in the base of Knesset, uh, who said that's a problem, even if you use the oil itself? So, the whole, the guns of Shail, the of Nishdan. So, what's the problem? Why, why are we even having this discussion? So, he says, the way he frames it, the loy nimtza oyser pazer, rak yabain, rabain yurochem, hevi dvar of moiram, moiram is the ramah, so no one asked it except the Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah, So let's pause for a second and look those bekeiros uh, up ourselves. So first of all, Rabbi Yerucham is an interesting uh, one of an interesting member of the Rishonim who was mechaber, an interesting work. So Rabbi Yerucham ben Meshulam, we know him as used Rabbi Yerucham. Sometimes you see in Svarim, Reish Yudvav is the Rosh Tevis that we uh, settled on and agreed on. We stand for Rabbi Yerucham for some reason. So he lived in the 1300s, the first half of the 1300s. He uh, was mechaber sefer meisharim and he was mechaber sefer terldus adam mechava. So according to his biography, is a little unclear, but. At least the official consensus seems to be that he was born in Provence, and then after the Jews were expelled from France in 1306, he ended up in Spain, he learned a little bit from the Rosh, and from others, and then in the year Tzadik, which uh, I presume is the year 1330, he began writing Sefer Meshadim, and he finished it within a few years, and then towards the end of his life, he wrote the other Sefer told us Adam Mechavah. So Sefer Meshadim goes through Dinim Mominus, and Sefer told us Adam Mechavah goes through Isr Vahatar, uh, practical Isavatar, and it's divided in a very interesting kind of way. <coughs> Tarldus Adam is divided into chapters that cover man's life from when he's born until he gets married. It includes Brachas and Tfilis and that, like that part of Erechaim, what we know as Erechaim today. And uh, the second part, Chava, is all the Dinah that apply once a person gets married. And it's divided into Nesivim. Each Nesiv is its own general theme. So, till uh, from Aleph to Chavalef is Adam, and from Chavbeis to Chavches is Chava. Even though the Svarim are relatively widespread, no one really refers to them by the name. They're just known as Rabbein Yeruchim. That's the name that everyone knows. Um, my impression is it's actually a pretty uh, sort of a unique and uh, standalone Chibur. Usually when you have Yishayin Rat Chiburim, usually there's other Svarim that come from the same uh, genre, so to say, there's a lot of overlap, a lot of similar material. Rabbein Yeruchim seems to sort of be in his own uh, unique category with his own unique ideas. Um, also, his division, his attempt to divide the halachas uh, is a, you know interesting, uh, interesting attempt to divide the halachas that way. So anyway, in Chelak Chava, in the Siv number 22, so the first one is about Kiddushim, the Yamakadish, Miskadashas, etc., What's Nesiv 23? <clears throat> Nesiv 23 is Dinei Nashim V'yichodon Dinei Yichod, Yichara Beheima All of those types of Inyanim Nashim Ha'asuras L'Yisrael L'Koyein Ha'asurim Lovim V'Kol Eved Shifchav Ger That whole category he puts together in the Sivchav Gim so the, And each Nesiv in turn is divided into Chalakim So the end of Chelek Aleph of Nesiv Chav Gim We have the following told this Chava We have the following portion in the middle of talking about these types of things, all of a sudden, Barf Sarayim, Asnan Zayna, Asra Taira, to bring as a carbon. <clears throat> and then he adds, V'hu adim b'zman hazeh, lasas mimenu shum dover l'beis ha'knesses. So, right away he says, the same thing applies now to use for a shul, like a Sefer Taira, or Beda Kabayas, or Ner, or Shemen. Right, you see, we'll see in Shulchan Aruch that the, the, the candles in the shul was always an important issue because it's not electricity, and uh, you always have to have candles in shul. So that was a very uh, common, ongoing expense 
And that was the kind of thing that a person would drop at the shul and donate. So that's uh, always an immediate question. So uh, you're not allowed to use that, the near the shaman, for the Bedeka bias, for Advar Mitzvah, which is why I'm bringing up this halacha here in the middle of the of Gimel. And then he starts going into the technical dinim. He says, uh, the din is that uh, first, in order for it to be an Esnan, first the money has to be exchanged, and then the deed has to be done. But if it's the reverse, first he does the act, and then he gives her the Esnan. So, Bishas Bia, she wasn't kind of it, so afterwards it's just a Matana Ba'alma, so it's not an Esnan. So that would apply here as well. And also, Vidafka, that the actual object is being brought to the Beis Hashem, but if he gave money, you could buy Davarach or the Beis Haknesis or the Dvar Mitzvah. Um, right? Even a him from his Bech, you're allowed to buy with the money if it's not the animal itself. And then he says, Valdvar Asher Sheoluni. Now, he mentions a practical question he was asked, Al Kedesha, she Nicha Dover the Beis Haknesis, and the Sefer Torah, Kagoyin Mapa. Who left something, an actual object for the show, for the Sevetera, like a mantle, something like that. So, uh, is this Bechlau Zayn of Osir? So, I answered when I was asked this question that obviously he accepts the premise of the question that it might be a problem. However, you have to know the details, the halachas of the, this in you. So, I answered that you look, the Iker Din is in Mesachas Tzmura, and there you see clearly that uh, the cause, Stama Kadesha, is a Pnuya. So, uh, therefore, even in the Gemara, even the Gabi Akharban and the Mizbeach, if it's a Pnuya, she's not really, uh, she's not, not really a Dinastan Zaina. Even if he was a Kayin, and uh, so there's more of like the, the Kayin has a Din, Isha Zaina, and a woman like that might be called an Isha Zaina, the Gabi Akayin. We might get back to that a bit, in a bit. But uh, he says, in that, in that case, it's Mutter, because for the Gabi, the din of Esnam Zayna, in order for it to have that uh, title, that description, it has to be an erva, specifically an erva, a filu mechayov So now the word erva itself can mean different things, and we'll see that gets discussed later, but uh, Rabbi Rucham emphasizes the one that has to be an erva, not a pnoya. Oh man, erva includes even chayov So in that case, he's essentially answering because she's a Pnuya, so therefore it wouldn't be a problem anyway, even if she donated the actual object, and assuming that even if that was the actual object that she had received originally. Yeah, so either married or there's some other Arias. I mean, there's a whole list of Arias in the Torah, so if there's any of those Arias as well. But uh, generally, Stam, Kesev, and Estam Zayin is probably, the problem would be probably Neshazish, if anything. If not, then uh, it's not really, then the whole thing doesn't apply, he's saying. Um, you'd have to get into what together of that is. I don't think that's uh, considered an erva. But even in that case, as Rabbi saying, she's not giving it for the act. She's just giving it a mapa, so she gave it. It could be from our own money. Right. So, I, you know, it's so I just I just noted that anyway. It's probably not, but just to make that he may wanted to make it known that yeah. that the, yeah. the whole all the Kadeshas that uh, they knew well, in their society that they're familiar with, it's not relevant anyway, even though he holds that the, the din is really relevant, but it wouldn't apply to uh, all these people. And then she met, and he goes, then he gets back to mentioning more Pratim. What if it's all the way around? What if a woman gives a man an Esnan, it's Mutter, Esnan Azachar is Osir. Um, and then again, he says, even if it's a true, it's a real, but if it's money and she buys something else, Mutter Afilim is If she made a Shinoi, Chitim and Silas, Baiter, or the Vladis, the children of the animal, or Mutter. Um, and what if 
someone says to her, take this and uh, do the act with him. It's also an Esnan. Um, if they made up to give one and he gave many, they're all Osir. So these are all Dinah that apply to Nezbeach. And he's, all, he's quoting it all here because he believes it's all relevant, uh, at least in theory. Void Pashut that uh, even the thing itself can be given to the Bedek Because what's Bedek Nothing in the Bedek necessarily gets used on its own. If you give an object to the Bedek they sell it and they use the money. So Vaita, that wouldn't be a problem. Even if she gave the object itself to the Bedek and they just cash it, they cash it in. So that should also, Mashenke in the Gufa, shall ask no, that's the problem, not to use that to sort of decorate uh, the building. <clears throat> so if she gives a map, or if she gives an actual uh, object, that would be the only time we'd have a question, assuming that somehow she got that uh, to begin with. And then you would go, then you'd end up with this discussion about a Pnuya. It says, I went into this at length because I saw that people are going too far. Rebbein Rucham seems to be the only mocker that says there's a problem in the first place, but he's uh, complaining that other people are going too far. And they're saying that it even includes the Kedeshus Apnuyas. So therefore, I uh, came here to set the record straight. The Dintaka applies, but not to the Kedeshus Apnuyas. So that's the Rebbein Yeruchim. And now we come to the Ramah. So we, we said it's in Shulchan Aruch, Erechayim, Simen Kufman Gimel, Dinei Binyan Beis HaKnesses, Sif Chavalaf. So the Mechaber had written, Eim Liknes Me'ilim, Shinishtamish Behem Hedjit, Atashmish Kedusha. You shouldn't use a coat that was used for ordinary use and convert it to Tashmish Kedusha. That's a whole different thing. We're not going to get into that. But the Ramah comments, Hagah, and he brings the Rabbeinu Yeruchim Bekitzer, that also last is Nesim Zayin HaMechir Kalo Darish L'Mitzvah Gagoyim Beis HaKnesses, so he said for Torah, V'davka meha esnon atzma, avalam nosnu lo mois be esnon, mutu luknes ben var mitzvah, just the object, not the money. V'loi mekrizoi na ele iser erva. He doesn't mention chayavilav, he just says the word iser erva. Aval elo apnuyas hakadeshus, shemakadeshus dovor, mutu lekav mehan, arvenya ruchim, this is all in the Ramah, in Shulchan Aruch. So that's what Rav Mashash is referencing, and it's sort of, he's trying to diminish it, that it's only Rabbeinu Yeruchim that's cited in the Ramah. And then he says, if you look at the Magan Avram there, so let's look at the Magan Avram ourselves. If you look at the Magan Avram, so the Magan Avram gets into the details of this uh, as well. And Magan Avram writes that there's another din uh, in the Rambam, that uh, what if a person gives her something in advance? And he says, Ziya etzlocha, Ziya etzlocha ad she'ove yalayich. Keep it, uh, you know, I'll, uh, you know, person says he'll, uh, he'll take advantage at some point in the future. So uh, so as of now, what's the status? Whatever the case is, once Sitaka goes ahead, even if it's a long time later, then the Din Esnan kicks in and it's Osir. The question is, what if he gives it to her, and then she is Maktashin in the interim before they did anything? And then he went ahead and then and, and, and was balled up. So now... How do we look at this? She was mocked at first, and then afterwards uh, the status kicked in. So, Hare is a Suffolk. So, therefore, Lo Yekrav, the Imkarav, Nirza. And it has to be that he said that uh, when he gave it to her, that Amos Shetirzi Kni Aisamayakshav. He has to say that uh, you could be kind of whenever you want, even from now, even if we only do the deed later. Because if he didn't say that, then she has no uh, ownership over it, Bechlau. She can't decide to be mocked. So the Magen Avram says, Veninali, or Veninali, that the Beis HaKnesses, it's a Suffolk, right? And the Ramam says, we should be go to Chumina, not the Maghreb, but if you're Maghreb, it's okay, it's a current. 
So he says, Vesaknasas, we should go to Kula, because Vesaknasas is only Dirabana, because the Pasuk is only talking about a Vesamikdash Bechal. It says, Vesasham Alekacha. And he says, I'm called Paiskim, Mayaskidu Davarzeh, the Magnum also mentions, no other Paisik mentioned this, except the Ben Yeruchim. So therefore, I think that if you have a topic like this, then instead of going to Chumra, like with the carbon, you should go to Kula. But that uh, the Ramam said that if it was Karev, it is Nirza. So Ibazoi, Yeshloimar, that we have a shita that wherever by a carbon, it's only with the Yavid, by a base Aknasas, it's Lechatchila. And he brings a Raya from Kiddush and Simulation and Beis, because in Kiddush and Simulation and Beis of Achlal, the wine for Kiddush is supposed to be Uroi, Linasachim on the Mizbeach. However, if you have the wine, Beshulay Achavis, where there's pieces in it, uh, so even though the Chatechila, it's not kosher in the but the Allah is, if you bring the wine from the Nesachim, but the Yavid, you and it says in Shavan Aruch, therefore you're allowed to use this wine for Kiddush, the Chatechila. So Magan Avraham wants to make it sushtel, that uh, for a carbon, with the Yavid, for our use, could be the Chatechila. So that was Magan Avraham making the point that you should go, it's the Rabbanon, because the Pasuk wasn't talking about this, so it's the Rabbanon and the Kula. Plus, he mentioned, no other place can uh, mention this. So now Mashash quotes the Magan Avram and says, the Magan Avram said that the Pasuk is only talking about the Yisra Mikdash and was not mentioned uh, anywhere other than Rabbi Yeruchim. So, just to point out, that we, now that we've seen the Magan Avram inside, Mashash is not, uh, is perhaps not giving you the full context. The full context of the Magan Avram is specifically the Gabe, a suffix, a specific suffix that the Rama mentions in a very, uh, very unusual or at least specific case. He was not making a general point to be Mizalzal, to be Mekel, Bechlau. But uh, Mashash just takes those lines out. The Pasuk is only talking about the Beis Hamikdash, and uh, it's only Ben Yudah. Plus, he says the Magen Avraham proves from simulation in Beis that according to the Rambam, according to the Mechaber, you're allowed to make a mitzvah out of the Esna and Hapachah Ben Yudahim, which is also not what the Magen Avraham said. The Magen Avraham brought a raya from simulation in Beis specifically to the idea that if you say that it's near to the Avon and the Beis Hamikdash, like in the case of an Esna, where it's uh, a case of a Sophic, and you said it's near to the Avon. So just like by wine, so that was there here. So again, not seeming to quote the, the Magen of Ram exactly the way it says, um, uh, in, a, in a manner that makes it sound like Magen of Ram is completely dismissing the whole Zach Gansen. He says, I did not have a chance to see if the Magen of does say something closer to this. But anyway, in Cain, didn't be done. There's no chashash isr estan klal, even according to Rebbein Yeruchim. First of all, it's money. And second of all, he says, there's a lot of sveikas until it's rachik leymar, it's far-fetched to say that that money is going to uh, taking care of the shoals. What does he mean? L'chayra, he's referencing what he said in the beginning. He was medayak, and he said that this year owns a lot of property, and this is just one of his properties. So, Mestama, what he's trying to say is, does anybody have self Why are you? Who's to say that the money dafka came from uh, that? And anyway, he says, there's even a stronger argument to say that um, the whole Yisra Asnan only involves Yisrael Haba Allah Erva. There has to be a Yid involved. At least the, the man has to be a Yid. The, the woman could be a guy. But uh, and if the Yid gives her an Asnan, that's also uh, has this din. So Mashma Pasha, the Goya Hanif Elis Lagoy, then there's no Din Asnan Bechal. And even a Pnei Yisraelis. Uh, we know, like we discussed earlier, he doesn't, uh, first he brings it from Evan Ezer, that the Pnei Yisraelis is not Lenik Rezayna, and then the Rebbein, he says, the Ramah himself, who essentially was quoting from him, himself, said that Pnei uh, Yisraelis is fine. So he says, Bnei in this Chatzar, it's only Lezaynus Nechri, Nachrim Dafka, 
and uh, he shows uh, the kios in uh, the behavior of the people in his community. He says, How do I know this? Because the guy, the Apotropos, was Messiah, the Fitumai, he gave us a full report on exactly what goes on. Anyway, everyone knows about this. The Yidden are the trouble, they do it uh, undercover. They're not going to stoop so low to go to here. So there's no chance of calling it an Esnan at all. And if you call that, you're Midas Meshulo, he's doing a bit of a rhyme, but like you're, you got to be crazy to say that. And it's just Lashon Hara, you're just trying to besmirch this man and his money. Nachmas Eva, Vesina, and Kenna. People are just trying to pull this guy down. I already said, oh, no, Hafzal already said in Perkayavis, not only you're not giving, but you're trying to prevent others from giving. That's a Russia, right? No one else is donating the money, but the one guy who wants to donate, you're trying to tear him down. And he ends off, almost sounds like he's giving him brachas to be mamshech, I'm sure. Um, uh, and that's, he mentioned his name, didn't seem to be, uh, didn't seem to feel uncomfortable about mentioning that. So, uh, and then he signs, Shnas Vecherpas Leprat So, depending on whether you count all the letters, or Leprat Gogol maybe means not to count, but it's either the end of the Tafrish Pays or the uh, beginnings of the Tafrish Tafrish. He signs Joseph Mashash. So, as we saw, technically, technically the Ramah mentioned that there's an issue, but also technically, it almost never seems to apply, because it would have to be not a Pnuya, Imamish, the object itself, etc., etc. And even then, it's not they could take it, just convert it to, to cash if they want. But the Kabayas could do it also. Interestingly, there are another uh, two Chuvas that deal with this directly, and they all seem to come from a similar background place and time. The next shuva is from Rebbefal Ankava. So we had that name before with the show, Befraim Ankava. So this is a descendant many centuries later. He was Miochastim. Befal lived uh, from 1847 to 1935. Uh, Big Rav in Morocco. He was the first chief rabbi of Morocco. He was born in Salah. Um, and then he became a Dayan. And then when the French authorities were the colonialist power at the time, decided to uh, create the position of a chief rabbi, just like they had in France. Um, they re- recommended this river fall, and at first he tried to you know, say no, but ultimately in 1918, he became the first chief rabbi of Morocco, the head of the basin in Rabat, which is the capital. So one of his forums that was printed during his lifetime is Charles Chavez Carnet Aim. The Aim stands for his name, river fall, and Kava, and the member is his father, Mordechai. It's printed in Yerushalayim in 1910. And uh, the Tshuvas towards the end, which uh, belonged to Chelek Erechayim, in Simon Eshchavei, is the following question. And this question is uh, a bit sadder than the previous one. And it says, Tshuva lekahal para in Brazil. And the date Lechayra from the end seems to be 1901. So right in the beginning of the 1900s. So he says, you asked me... No, no, well, I'll get to the, where it is. No, there's a, a state in Brazil called Para, Para. near the Amazon. It's the Amazonas, the state of Amazonas, and the state of Para, um, among many others. Uh, so now what are Jews doing in Para? So I'll get to that in a moment. 
So you asked me about the parechas she'asu nashim zaynas l'beisaknasas. In this case, we're talking about, like back like in the time of Ben Yeruchim, we're talking about Jewish people, and they made a parechas for the Shul. And b'chalal, they bring the darim and the davas to the beisaknasas, and you're asking, are you allowed to accept it or not? And uh, you're telling me that you're asking because people are tining that it's an isra. Now, what's the background to this question? What are Jews doing there? Who are these women? Etc. Etc. So you can find a lot of background to this in the, to an article of two parts by uh, Rabbi Leo Birnbaum. He wrote a, a, an article about these Jewish communities in Brazil at that time, late 1800s, early 1900s. The main emphasis in his article is on the city of Manaus, which is in Amazonas. So uh, in part one, he writes that between the year 1810 and 1910, about a thousand Jewish families immigrated from Morocco to Brazil. And uh, the biggest portion settled in the big cities, which are Belem, which is in Para, and Manaus, which is in Amazonas. So that's about 650 families. And the rest in nearby areas, you know, smaller and smaller. And uh, the background to this uh, wave of immigration was that in 1810, Brazil and Britain had a trade deal, and they opened up the ports, and that's officially when the Inquisition stopped functioning in Brazil. So the last auto de fe in Brazil was in 1794, so less than 20 years before that. Uh, so in 1810 is when the Inquisition finally uh, closed up shop, and Jews were allowed to uh, show up, um, and, the, that, and there was a developing economy. And that's when there was this uh, wave of immigration, Jews in Morocco, the economy in Morocco wasn't great, and this was an opportunity, so not so perhaps well-known, but uh, interesting chapter in uh, Jewish history at the time. It continues in part two, and he says that the Jews in Manaus kept uh, an ongoing connection with their original Kahila Morocco. He says, among other things, they actually, uh, young men in their teens, used to travel to Brazil on their own, to get started, and then when they, they felt it was ready to get married, they were ready to get married. They'd write back to their mothers to please send them a kala, a neighbor, a cousin, uh, back from uh, back from home, and uh, so they can start a Jewish home in Brazil. And many Shilas, Rebbeim writes, came to uh, the Rabbanim and Dayanim in Morocco from the whole diaspora of Moroccan Jewry. And he says, for example, in the Shilas of Shuvas of Rabbafal and Kava, you see a lot of Shilas like this from Jews in this area, Bela, Manaus. And then he cuts to this. He says, in the Karna Re'em, we have uh, this question that shows us about a very terrible uh, situation, uh, phenomenon that was going on. And he, for some reason, hops on that the Shilas from Manaus. Now, I don't know why he decided that. Uh, Manaus, as we said, is in a different state. And Belem, which he mentioned, is in Para, and the Shaila, the Shiva does say, he was Para, so I'm not sure he made, made a mistake on that. But uh, then he quotes the, the beginning of the Shaila, and he says, what does this Shaila represent? This, rep- this refers to a very, very terrible situation that was uh, ongoing at the time. There was a very severe problem of human trafficking from Europe to many places, including South American countries, and then he gets into this at great length and gets into the details that, uh, unfortunately, there was a very, very, very uh, strong, uh, you know, there was a lot of Jews that were sort of pushing Jews into this line of work, often through trickery, essentially a form of kidnapping, um, would sort of trick them into crossing the sea, and then they were trapped, how are they going to get back? And um, thousands, of, uh, thousands of girls, thousands of women 
there's a lot, you know, for those interested in history, there's a lot, a lot of a lot written on it. It was fairly well known at the time. You look in the, the Jewish newspapers in Russia and Poland, they're always talking about this terrible problem. There were, the poverty was terrible, so a lot of uh, a lot of people were just drifting around. It was a, a tremendous problem. Uh, so that's what's essentially going on here. You have this Moroccan community, so that's that interesting history. And then there's these uh, Polish uh, Jewish women that ended up in South America in this way. He said, right, Burma writes, when I, he, when he was researching this, I don't know if there's still, what, how much of a community there is left. I mean, these places are still on the list of Jewish communities in Brazil. But then I don't know to what extent there's still a continuation of these uh, ancient communities. But uh, he says, when I spoke to the community members about this, about the Shaila, they said, oh, we know all about it. That, uh, yeah, we know that Taka were women in this line of work that came on a regular basis to the president of the community out of Yomtev to give their donation, to con- their contribution to the religious services in Manaus. And, you know, perhaps they felt that, that was uh, being the hopper on some level for uh, their situation. Anyways, that's the background to the Shaila. That was what uh, Ravan Kava was asked in the year 1901, apparently. So of course, yes. yes. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Yes. So it goes uh, along generally similar lines. He says, first of all, it's the Karban and the Mizbeach, but do all other mitzvahs, Amos Eka, Women Agamara, Nafim the Shlesha, Mudahira, Nafim the Shar Paiskin, Jester Ben Yurachem, with the Darkamesha and the Mapa. He quotes the Ramah, he quotes the Magan Avram, he quotes it uh, more accurately, that it was the Gabi the Suffolk, that the Rabbinic of Magan Avram says, it's Lakula. So, Asan and Nidan, there's no Isra, first of all, even if this, they, the money that they bought the Parechas with, or the money that they donated, is precisely the same cash that they received, you'd still be allowed to buy a Davish Mitzvah with it. Because she came in the down, you don't even know for sure where this particular uh, pile of money came from. They might have other money from other sources. It doesn't have a shame Esnan. The common more is Shinaitim Hazainus, Shinaitim Esnan Aleyam. For whatever reason, either just the way, uh, maybe we said earlier, if it's given in the, the other order, it's not an Esnan, or whatever it is. People just give them gifts. So, Mutabalishim Pickbook, even if we had a Suffolk, whether Haparechis Atzma Kibla Esnan, or maybe not, the Magan of Ram said that in this Indian, we pass in Suffolk Lakula. So even if it was Mamash Ashail and the Parechas itself, and you held like a Ben Yeruchim, it would still not be a problem. Kalvachim or Ben Banesh Kalvachim, that whoever gave a Parechas as an Esnan. So Vada was bought with money, and then the question is, it's Bechal Suffolk where the money came from, like I said. So it's a Hatter Gomer. And anyway, Ramadach said, Apnuyas Hakdashis. Not together, so if there's no Chiyav Karas, so Mamela, that's surely the case over here as well. Uh, it says, Hey, Namas, we find in Evan Ezer that it's not so Pashat when it comes to a Kayan and who we can and can't marry, and there's an Israel saying to buy a Kayan. Um, it says, And one of the Israelav is Hadif Elas Lagoy. If a woman was Nif Elas Lagoy, that makes her a Zayn, Lagabe, the Kayan. Which, by the way, is a, its own important uh, subject, and uh, it's important for Shluchim to know this uh, din. For Ayelaylamim, that uh, you know, Shliach has an older uh, single kayan. He's like, you can't get a grusha, you know. So he's looking, uh, and he tries to match her up, match him up with uh, someone. But Hanav Elis Ladoi, din of the Shluchan Aruch, is not uh, is also also to the kayan in the same manner that a, that a grusha is. So that's its own uh, discussion. 
So in Avada, these women in this industry, it's they're not just servicing Jews, they're servicing Goyim. So if she's an Avalis Lagoy, like the Morgan Avram said, because the Morgan Avram Taka writes in another Sifkatan there, he brings the whole discussion about Chayav Yilav, and the Morgan Avram says, Khan, the Ramah wrote, Isr Ervan, he's Medayak from the Ramah, Isr Ervan means, Kalemar, Davka Chayav Ekresis. Because there's a Machlekes, there's different shit, there's a Baiter. Morgan Avram has this Yisoyed, that whenever there's a Suffolk, we go to Kula by a base of Knesses. So a Machlekes about Chayav Yilav is also a Suffolk, so we go to Kula. By the way, like I pointed out earlier, Rabbeinu Ruchan, who's the marker for all this, actually says clearly Chayav Yilavin. On the other hand, he clearly says that Pnei Yisakdashis are fine. Fine. Akupanim, everyone seems to agree that if it's, it's Pnei Yis, it's not a problem. So Mikola Amor, first of all, you should stop calling it that. Why are you calling it an Esnan? It's not an Esnan. From Mifkaris Ba'alma, there's no Chayav Kares, they're not Chayav Kresis. And even if there were Chayav Kresis, it only has to be the object itself. But to sell it and bring Khalifan for the Bar Mitzvah, uh, or she herself takes the money and buys the Bar Mitzvah, it's wonderful, it's beautiful. Yeah, to the end though, that if you feel that you want to be Migdar Milsa, you want to set some uh, you know, some standards in place to not normalize and uh, accept this the type of uh, behavior to sort of make it an acceptable part of the community. So that's up to you. That Hashem should help you. And uh, he signs his name. Uh, another safer, safer Yeshua is Esau, which was printed Mamish in the last 10 years. It's written by a nephew of... Right. Well, there, he said, part of his argument was that it was all Goyim, Goyim servicing Goyim, and then here it's... Uh, he's saying at the end, if you want to be Mahmeh, yeah. you yeah. But then before, he was saying, That was a different situation. That was Goyim servicing Goyim, and uh, it's just a year making the money all the way at the top, so it was a lot more removed. Yeah. Here we're talking about uh, Jewish women from Poland among the Jewish community, and probably uh, sort of employed or enslaved by other Jews, so there's a lot of uh, a lot of problematic stuff going on over here. It's not the same. It's a much sadder situation. Um, and the Sefer, uh, so the Sefer Yeshua is Esau by Rafa and Kava's nephew. His name was Rafaim Shalom and Kava. He was also of Morocco, etc., etc. So there there's a chilek called Psakim. And in Psak Lamadvav, he discusses a similar question with fewer details. He just says, I was asked, once they wanted to give it a double base Saknasas, maybe like a menorah, a candelabra, something like that. And he wasn't sure, because that's non Zaina, and the base Saknasas and the Shema'at. So um, he goes though, down a different path. So, first of all, he says, it seems like he didn't, uh, when he first heard the question, he bechal, you know, who, who's Bahavant uh, in Hilchas Asnan exactly? His first thought, he says, was is that should be a Pesach, Lachzer, B'Tshuva, Abolatayr, Messiah, and I say, I said, wait a second, the same thing would go for a carbon itself. The trainer said, not to take a carbon. Okay, wait, let me look it up. So I looked it up. Before I looked at it, then I thought, Mela, carbon, it's most to bring this actual animal on Mizbeach, but money is fine. And she says, giving money or Menaira. Then I looked in the Rambam. Oh, sure enough, turns out money is not a problem. Okay. Baruch Shekivanti Ladas Elian. And if she bought them the object with money, so Pashat, that it's mutter, even for carbon would be kosher. Um, what if she got the menorah itself as the Yasna? 
So now back to the hot system, like the carbon again. So the gums are nearly the hotter because the Ramam wrote, it's ain osir, ela dover royally carva gabiam is Right? Because the din applies to the carbon, and you can only bring a carbon from something that's royally to be brought on the So the Ramam wrote that. So Mamela, anything that's not roy, if it's not a behemoth or a bird or a shaman or silas, so then uh, it's mutter. And he's going to go on, but it's clear that he completely is unaware, overlooked the Rebbe Yeruchim and the Ramah, plus his uncle Shuva. Um, and in the footnotes, it was printed a few years ago, in the footnotes, the person says, you know, it's surprising that he wasn't familiar with his uncle's Shuva. But uh, anyway, now Rebbe Ephraim Shalom takes the uh, discussion in a different direction, which is also important for us to become acquainted with. So he goes in this direction. He says, The Torah in Yeridea simulation on Tass and Ochastaka, the Torah quotes the Ram that says that a guy that was the nature of Bedeka bias, you're not a but if he gave, you don't return it. The Prishan, the Torah says, Why is the Shona like Bedeka bias? Because Bedeka bias has greater Kedusha. So what do we see from here? That uh, even things that are also for Bedeka bias, for sure, the Kedusha is Nazchamer. Again, he's not, he's oblivious to this discussion at a time. So he's looking in Staka, and Hilchus Staka, it says he can uh, be a Kabul for a Shol Achatchila. That's what it says in the Torah that I'm the Prisha. There's even more than that. We find in Shulchan Aruch, Simulation Dal, and in the Ramah and Arga, it says over there you can be a Kabul from a guy, again for a Shol. Avaloy Minamumer, you can't take from Meshumet. And the marker is in Marivail. And the reason is because in the din of the Gemara, you can make a carbon from a guy, but you can't be make a carbon from a mashomet. And the Gemara seems to mention something there in that context about a ner for a base aknasas. So the Marival says, since you compared the ner mm-hmm. to a carbon, so mashma goes in all in all details. It's more of a chumra. So since a Meshuman has more of a chum to the Gabi carbon, so Meshuman has more of a chum to the Gabi basic nessence. So right, so that's going even further. He said, a guy, you could accept for basic nessence. A Meshuman, you can't. But look in the Shach there. The Shach says in the Chuvas of the Mabit, you are a Kabbalah and a Mumer, because this is what it says in the Mabit. He says, Afghav, I'm not a Kyakr, I'm a Mumer. It's before the Gemara, not a Kabbalah carbon from a Meshuman. I know the carbon, the Domule. Only a carbon, something similar, but the Hekdashlanim. In that case, it was referring to an actual house for the show. Now, just to be clear, the context in the Mabit is a little more complex. The question was, there was a guy who was mocked a house to the show. Then he became a Shumit. And he was not giving it to the show. And he wanted to sell it. And Ruvain bought it from the Meshumit. And now the question was, is the mecher a mecher bechlal? Can Reuven keep it? Or do we say that, oh, it's already hectic to the shul and there's no right to sell it, so Reuven has no right to buy it. So he starts off by saying that that's in the hectic is a, is a hectic, the hectic the Meshumit is, because it's not like a carbon according to the Mabit. However, the maskona actually happens to be that the mecher is a mecher for different reasons. So what's the reason, Rebbe uh, Ephraim Shalom uh, Ankava says? Because we see in the Shach, elsewhere in Simulation and Dalad, Gabi Agoy, Bechlau, why can you take Tzlaka from Agoy? So he says, which is the Hagoy Salfasi, which was the old name for the Shilti Gibberim on the Rif, and Perekamad of Abbasra, which is where you have the famous Sugya about the Tzlaka from Goyim. So they said, the reason that you shouldn't take is the Shat Tzlaka Mechaperes. We don't want to give them the, that Kapara. But Nadarim and Nadavis ain't boy in the Chaper. There's no element of Kapara here per se, so uh, we don't have a problem accepting it for that reason.
so uh, that was what the reason the Gabi are going. So now Rafaim Shalom is trying to sort of put it all together. So even if this Isha wants to be Minad of the basic Nessus, or even the Minerva itself, from the bias of the Mumar. The bias of the Mumar is even more obvious. It's Mamish. People are going to call it the basic Nessus Shalom Mumar. Um, call that Mutter because the Dharm and the Davis are not Balachapar. So. Again, this is not Mamish quoting it uh, exactly via state. First of all, I'm a bit didn't write this reason. My bit Shach brought two things separately. One Magabe, the Mumra from Mabit, and one Magabe, the Goy. And Bechal, the Mabit never said what to do with it because the Maskan of Mabit was, Bechal, they had no chance of getting it, and he said that the sale was a good sale. So he never actually said, what would we do in a situation where we have this bias, Shalom Mumra, and people are going to call the basic message, he never really got to that. It's misleading to think that the Mabit passed in Allah Lamaisa to accept the bias when that's not what actually happened. He just said it in the context of, of something else. So, not as straightforward as he's uh, putting it all together. But by clearly, we see that by a guy, we said, you can, uh, even, if a car, even in a case where you wouldn't accept the carbon, you, you accept for a show. And, or by a stalker, for by the Kabayas, you accept for a show. And in Mummer, even though uh, the Ramah brought to me vile, that you don't, but Mabit said, seemed to say, at least that Ragab and the Shah quoted this. So, it's still a, a kosher came to here or, or something like that. And uh, he says, with Pshitos, we found that Machaber himself, in your day of simulation and test, brings the din that a guy who's donated a menorah, Dover Achel, Besak Nestor, Makabel, as long as it's Bedas Yisrael Hefrashti, as long as he's having a mind what a Yid would have in mind. But if you don't know what he had in mind, then it's Ton Geniza. So uh, the Taz brings two reasons. What's the issue over here? One reason is Shema, he's thinking about Avedazara. He donated to the show, but he hadn't Avedazara in mind. That's not acceptable. Uh, and number two, the Beis bring from the Rambam that it could be when he donated it, he was thinking of carbon. He doesn't know; uh, he's not familiar with the minutia of Jewish law. In his mind, he's donating a carbon. We don't uh, do carbonas here in Shul, so Mamela, uh, we can't really do anything with the money because it's for a carbon. We can't bring a carbon. So if those are the reasons over there, right there, those don't apply to this woman. First of all, Kavanos says and she's not having the mind carbonas. Where, where, where would that come from? There's no Beis so Mamela, you can accept it, even a Menoira, Shekibla Ba'asnan Atzmoy, because it's not the Roy the Karvagabi Mizbeach, again, not counting the Vinyruchim, which he doesn't mention at all, Kalachim or Kasef. And this is Ladaiti again, he has a more positive, unlike his uncle, he has a more positive, he says Ladaiti Adrabe. It's uh, better between the Karver this way to accept it. Uh, and if you don't accept it, that will be Marachikar. But for Makabla, maybe she'll do Chiva. Happens to be that in South America it was much more complex. First of all, there was a whole group, it was a whole industry. It wasn't so simple. It wasn't just like a woman who uh, is having a hard life or something like that. So it could be it's not even really a stira if it's an individual versus uh, this. But anyway, he has a more positive uh, attitude. So along the way, he introduced us to the whole discussion that we have in again Goya and Mishimadim. And uh, he's taking all the coolest from there, like Abigail and Gabi Mishimadim, and he's applying it here. And uh, along the way, he mentions that, at least according to his understanding of a bit via the Shach, that even if it was Zay Space, like according to his understanding, that would be okay. But on this last point, the uh, person who wrote the Mara on this Sefer, Yeshurus Esa, uh, sends us to a Sefer called Nar Mitzrayim. Nar Mitzrayim was written by another Rav, you probably didn't hear of, his name was Rabafal Aaron Ben Shimon. He was born in Morocco in 1848. And he passed away in Artesil in 1928, and he was the chief rabbi of Cairo for around 30 years. 
born in, like I said, he was born in Rabat, Morocco. He made Aliyah to Israel with his father as a young child. And then ultimately he ended up in Cairo as a Rav, like we said, for 30 years, from 1891 to 1921. Interesting personality. Anyway, Nahar Mitzrayim, what's Nahar Mitzrayim? It's Asifas Kol Menhagi Dinim Shalir Ve'embi Yisrael Mitzrayim. So it's the feast day that are Shulchan Aruch, I believe. And it's just time of Menhagim that have a unique, uh, something, you know, unique from the Menhagim of this town, of the city, Cairo. So he writes, Be'inyan Akdashus Mibnais Yisrael, and he throws it in Rosh Tevis, Ches which stands for Chutz Meha Kavit, which apparently is what you say when something is, you know, not Geshmak. Yeah, he's when you like something, you know, you don't like something, so Rosh Tevis is Ches Memhe. So then Akdisha, it's Parechas Chadasha, Ma'apolo Sefer Torah. So he says, Min Adin, you're allowed to accept it because it's not the Kuf HaBeg, it's not an Asna, like the Ramah wrote, and Shabbat Arach, Ben Yiruchim, straightforward. Ha'amnam, you should not accept it, Ben Shimon says, Im Shmom Hanimos, their disgusting name is written on it, and that should be there in the Shoal Zikaren, in the house of Hashem, Hashem is Sainai Zima. He says, We had a story here, Uvda Hava Poimitzrayim. It was a Kadesha Achas who was Makdash Parechas, Lahechal Akhedash, Manu Beget. But Hamarasha Sahi, very judgmental, says that Hamarasha Sahi, she wrote in big, Golden letters, Muzhavais, Ubautais, that you can read from across the show. It said her name. And I spoke to the, the leaders of the community and I said, This is absolutely abominable. Plus, she's still in business. And Bakhuri Yisrael are still being Nikshal. So imagine these Bakhuri Yisrael walk into show and uh, they see a big advertisement on the wall, essentially. <laughs> So uh, while they're trying to dive in, this is Mascara's oven, Zima Vatieva basically came. So when I pointed this out to them, they immediately gave the order, we're going to a Saparech Sahi, Yeshalem Hashem Palom Hatoyv. And Bechal, it says the Gaboy Akahilis should be Chosim or Kvayit Kainam, look out for Hashem's COVID. And if they're Makdish, Parech, Sevatoyra, Rimayim, they could accept it. We said, not a problem to accept it. But tonight, Lo Yizacher, Lo Yipaket, their name can't be anywhere on the object. Another Misa, and I saw in a book that talks about Mitzrayim, and it was also any big city had uh, this type of uh, subculture going on. So there was a of the Bagdesha Achas, there was Makhtar Sefer to the show, and we accepted it, but tonight that she has to understand and accept that her name cannot appear on it at all. And that's what all the Rashi Amkhaylish have to keep in mind. Um, so that's a point that he makes rather forcefully. Rabbi Shucha pointed out to me that there's a mocker somewhat al from the rabbi that's also included in his safer, that's Malak at the minus, and the year, Tavshin Chavches, when they bought 766 Eastern Parkway for the library, for the rabbi's library, for the rabbi's library, etc. So the, uh, so Arvid Lukrinsky asked the rabbi if he can, if he finds donors who want to donate Svarim uh, or money, um, can we uh, put their name on the svarim or on the on the shelves? So you got the following minor that printed the Saga Kaidash and Shura about ten years ago. Uh printed in the Inakul Shura that the on the words Imyunsu Anashim, if they find people, so they have circled and added Hagunim Uschumim Asimim. If they find Anashim Hagunim, people that are uh, upright. And uh, the, 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 the amount is, uh, you know, significant, uh, you know. 
don't just uh, give away Hakdashas for nothing. So the Rebbe is saying that if you're not sure, but rather not, the Rebbe throws in a line, whatever that's referring to, with the Chsidim and their attitudes and how they uh, think about things. But this Nekod of Hagunim and Kaim Safik Sheva Al Taisa, so the Rebbe's not really spelling out what the issue is, is it halachic, is it not? But uh, at least you see this idea that I've been saying that uh, you know it has to be appropriate to uh, put their name up on the uh, svarim or shelves in the the Rebbe's library. So you can still take them on, just the right, to put their name right. Okay, yeah. The question was, if we find these people, can we suggest we put their name? And the Rebbe saying, I'm not. If it's but hagunim, saying, right? The pastors take the money, but the uh, you know don't put the name. That's the chayr what so that's, uh, so that's essentially, that covers the main question we were discussing today. Just to wrap up a few other loose ends. So we already mentioned the related child of taking from a guy, and many have written about this at length. So for example, in Shut HaShluchim Chelek Aleph by Rabbi Dalib Nachmanson, Simonai and Aleph. So I'm not saying that he's a Bar Samcha and people have uh, opinions about it safer, but at least uh, it's an introduction. It, it, it shows you what the issues, many of the issues related to Shlechaz are. And uh, it uh, surely covers a lot of so it's surely uh, good as an introduction. I also saw that the Reisha Kailar of Shuchat actually uh, composed his own shuva on the question of accepting uh, donations from Goyim, and uh, he has it it's unpublished, I believe. And they both, they quote a lot of Shaios at Shuvas from recent generations that get into the details, and you have to look look it up. In the Halacha, there are a lot of details. It's, it's nuanced, it's complex, it depends on the issue, whether you can solicit, whether you can't. Um, So, uh, whether you can solicit, maybe you can't solicit, whether you can put their name, maybe you can't put their name, lots of details. It's important to be familiar with the details when it it comes up to the Maisa. I just want to point out that there's an interesting uh, connection to this week's Parsha. Um... So there's this whole question of accepting carbonus from Goyim, not. So one of the rayas that comes up in these discussions is from the parsha after Marcus Chayshach, Moshe um, uh, tells Parai directly, Gam ato titem biyadeinu zvachim v'oilus v'asinu k'ashem. So Chayr Moshe is directly telling Parai, you're going to give us carbonus. So some of the recent Shalos Tshuvas say this is perhaps a raya, and Ibn Ezra apparently says clearly, connected to this issue of being able to take Karbanas from a guy and apparently even solicit. He's telling Pare, you're going to give us. Others, or Deicha, they say, no, he's not asking Pare. He's saying, but Deich Novoa, that what you're going to do, you're on your own. You're going to want to do this on your own. I'm going to ask you. But that's uh, just an interesting tie into the Parsha. Uh, another question we have. But it wasn't the base of Mikdash. It was Karbanas, uh, Estan Zayna is more about a carbon than about the base of Mikdash per se. It, it does say base of Shem Alekacha, but, uh, but it's carbonus. Okay. The whole reason why, for example, you can. Well, I'm not talking about the uh, accepting carbonus from a guy. The guy is not a dinner base of Mikdash, right? The guy is a dinner of carbon. Whether you accept the carbon, whether you can ask for a carbon, and stock is being possibly compared to that. So that's. Uh, what it means? Did it mean that the Mishkan, that Pari is going to give it to the Mishkan? When they, when they asked to, to leave Mitzrayim, did they bring out Karbanas? He meant after the Mishkan? That's its own, uh, its own discussion of uh, the Mark of Karbanas between uh, leaving Mitzrayim and yeah. uh, the Mishkan? Okay, so that's its own... Uh, but that, after that, we could. Ah, okay. Do you want me to make another chilek? Fine. 
But Kuban is an interesting, somewhat of a connection. You see that the, this, this conversation is happening between Mesh and Pari about giving karbanas. There's also the question about the Mechal Shabbos, which Mechal, the Iker Adin, is that a Mummer Mechal Shabbos is a Mummer Kalatayda Kula. So when we talk about a Mummer, Mechal Shabbos is synonymous with that. And the Shach, we already said, the Shach of the Abit said that a Mummer you could accept. However, in Shulchan Aruch Anachayim, Simen Kufnan Dalin, the Ramah, and Sifir Aleph, this Din comes up as there as well, and the Ramah writes there as well. Mummer Shinas and Shaiva, and Nerla Besaknas is also Lad Likoy from Ari Vile. And Adarach, um, we had in simulation that in Yeridea, the idea that the nair and the carbon have the same din. And the Morgan Avram there says that it's like a carbon chain, the carbon from a, from a mummer, unlike a guy. And even a mummer lechal Shabbos, Slavad, Morgan Avram himself says clearly that this includes a mummer lechal Shabbos because this, that's how it works by carbon. A mummer lechal Shabbos would accept this carbon, so that would that would translate over into here as well. Then he quotes the Sefer Chassidim. The Sefer Chassidim says that if the Meshumet gave money for a Sefer Torah, you could accept it. Although even the Sefer Chassidim, if you look it up, it's not actually as simple and straightforward. The Sefer Chassidim is his own discussion. Morgan Vram quotes that. And then he says, V'chein kaz of Ashach, V'shemin Rishon Dal, V'shem Abit. So the Morgan Vram starts off sort of expanding it to Mechal Shabbos, but then sort of ends off quoting the Shach and the Mabit. Look at Mishnah Brewer there. He quotes most of the Magen Avraham, but he seemed, the way he seems to understand it, or Paskin, he brings the Reishel Halacha and Machal Shabbos, you know, to accept for a shul. Only a Sefer Torah is Mutter, because Sefer Chesedim says Sefer Torah. And he omits the end about the Shach and Mabit, um, even though the Machas HaShakot says that from Magen Avraham, by ending off the way he did, it sounds like Magen Avraham is ending off, that you could accept. So, you know, you see there's a discussion. It's not, you know, you have Yeri Day, you have Yeri Chaim, you have the Magen Avraham, you have the Shach, you have the Mishnah Brewer. You have, uh, in Shuvah's Mahagas of Ramesh Sternbuch, you have two questions about this. Can you take money for a yeshiva from a Chal Shabbos? So he quotes, Shachan Aruch Kof Nadalad, Ramah Reish Nadalad, and Yeridea, Shach. He says, the Steichem was matter for a shul. He says, only something that's mamish like a carbon. I didn't see the Steichem to see how he explains that. And then he quotes the Shuvah of the, the, the Chabiner of Dov Beresh Weidenfeld and Dov Mishonim Chilagimel, who had a similar question, Bazman Azah, what do you do with the Maisa? And uh, the Chabiner tried to tie that uh, a shul may, might be a problem, but if it's a Talmud Torah, if it's a yeshiva, then it might be okay. And the Chibis Van Hagen says, uh, Rav Steinbach says, I hold that even if we ask for a shul, we have a lot of dinim and shuls that change because we say that the shul mall was mamash, a fully proper shul, but today it's all tonight to eat and to drink. Uh, we sort of... Uh, Undermined a lot of the halachas of Beis with this logic. So Ibazai, we can apply this to that as well and say that uh, when it says loyla chem v'lanu livnei beis salikenu and as in that's dafka when it's mamish like uh, mikdash. But our shuls are already not demil mikdash. Wants to diminish the chivas of a shul that's not demil mikdash enough. Nobody else brings this mikdash and in Morocco before. What nowadays it's not a real base. No, no, this might be his chiddush of shivas fun, I guess. Um, but Benidin Didan, he's uncomfortable with the name, putting the name up. That's a gnai that Machal Shalosef has his name, even though there's a whole discussion about this thing today, whether a Yid is Machal Shabbos, has a din of Mumer Machal Shabbos, because they're Tinnakashinushbu, and what they do in front of a Chash of a person, I have this whole separate discussion. Um, so, uh, so even though you have these tainas, and about you see, he wants to donate a lot of money, it seems like he has his heart in the right place. But there are Makaitis that say that for something like this, even if you did Shuvah, Shuva, apparently, I think it's referring to a Mumer Lachal Shabbos or a Mumer, that uh, even if you did Shuvah, it's not Larech Nechayach, Sakoshken, Machal Shabbos to have his name inside. But uh, he says, 
At most, the name could be outside on the building. That's better, even though it's uh, more public in a sense. But uh, if it's outside, you're not seeing it inside the building. That's his uh, logic. This is my shul. I made sure there were no names uh, on the shul inside, only outside, because I was afraid who knows whose name is going to end up on the wall. So I made a rule, no names inside. But if the guy actions that he wants it inside, so the Shabbiner himself gave an Eitzah that you should do it, Le'ilin Ishmas, the last Shemr Shabbos in this guy's family, his father, his grandfather, you look for someone who was a Fremiyid, and you say, you're being to that person, and he as a Yiddish, as a whatever, is doing it uh, on, his, on his behalf, and that guy will feel happy, and that's a name you can put up in big letters. Um, he said, even that, you have to do it, you have to first build it, and then be Maktashit, and he has a whole say there, I don't know how exactly to do it. Um, and then he's assigned to his next shuva as well. The next shuva is how Shabbos for for a show. This was about a, a yeshiva. But uh, what about a show? If you can put his name up, so Viter goes through a lot of the same stuff. Shulchan Aruch, Yerachayim, Shulchan Aruch, Yeridea. And then the Machreim, the Remekel, Bizman Azeh, Shabbos, is not an Azus, it's a Tinik Shanishba. So uh, if you see that he's taka, you know, the guy means well, and he's just uh, maybe Mimeko, and Bechlal, you see that he's trying to donate. He feels connected to, to religious people, even though religious people are mamash and mute. So you see that if he's reaching out to us, why is he even paying attention to us? Clearly, he's uh, deserving of Kirov. And if you're Merachik them, then it pushes them even further away, he writes. But if you're Merkar of them, it might bring their whole family closer. And in this case, the community doesn't have the money, so I'm matter, but we shouldn't remember again, he doesn't, he has an issue with praying the name inside the shul, uh, because here he says, so therefore you should not put any names inside the shul, even religious people, that way you avoid the problem. And then no one will feel offended, because no one's name is inside. But here he ends up and says that if you could build it with money from Shemir Shabbos, it's much better. And you see that the... How they're medactic and the tara of limonati noikas when it comes to dalarni, when it comes to learning, the money that you put in uh, makes a difference, brings different stories and different kadoilim, the chafetz chaim, the chafetz chaim only accepted money for his yeshiv from Shemri Shabbos because he felt that uh, and uh, if they're shutaf, then it has an effect on the yeshiv itself. Which itself, this is essentially bringing up the final point which is that in addition to the din Esnam, which is its own uh, halacha gather, in addition to the din of Mumr, which is also its own halacha gather, you have the general question of money from Avedis, not the person, it's just the person has, uh, you know, dirty money. And what's, you know, let's say he's involved in Yerbis, let's say he's involved in, he's marshaled at Abim, he's doing things that are being marshaled people, you know, Almost like that story, but he didn't, not Shuva, he didn't, he wasn't being Machshul Yidden, he was being Machshul Goyim. But let's say someone's being Machshul Yidden Taka and he's making money from that. Or let's say, guys, Bechal, you know, the Etzim Chil Shabbos, forget about him being a Mummer Chal Shabbos, money from Chil Shabbos. So that is its own question. Now, interestingly, and this for Mamash finished, the Sikh of Yudabes Thomas Pshintazayan, the Rebbe was speaking about people that think that, oh, through money of Ribbis, through money of Chil Shabbos, we can help our Etzisrael. The Rebbe says, it's not going to help our Yisrael, it only makes things worse. It's a letter afterwards to Rabbi Yalas, from a few days later, Yud Zayin Tamus, Tavshin Zayin, because I just received your letter and uh, your comment. It'll be interesting to see what the comment was. But he says, And my point was, 
that those who think that this money is uh, is helping, it's like a mutual benefit, everyone's, he's making more money and he's helping, it's not fully clear, but this is how I understand it. What the Rebbe was essentially saying was, he was being, and the Rebbe explains, he's referring to two, uh, two issues. The Rebbe, the marshal the Rebbe used was about putting out the fire with uh, kerosene. The two issues that I was in the area at the time was the bonds, that uh, Israeli bonds were not done with the Hatta Iska, so it's Mount Shinevis, and the uh, Israeli ships, which is its own topic, and everybody says these are two things I've been screaming about for a while, and uh, no one's listening. So what the Rebbe seems to be saying about her is, is that there were people that were actively trying to promote Israeli bonds. There were people that were actively trying to promote Israeli ships. They're saying, here's how you can help Israel. That was saying, if you're saying, if you're marketing this and saying, Here, here's how you can help Israel, so let me tell you, that's not helping Israel. But in the parentheses, that was saying, seeming to say that I don't have a problem necessarily per se with taking money from a Mechal Shabbos. If something Mechal Shabbos anyway, and he gives the money, or he's being like, anyway, I might not have a problem. The problem is that there's an ongoing campaign to commit these Avedis on behalf of Israel. So, is not a raya to this question. And in fact, in the letter, it's mashma for Kurtz, although not fully clear. And uh, uh there are other Mercatus that deal with this. There happen to be a lot of Shuvas that have a more negative take on like taking money from Averis. But uh, ultimately, in every such question, when in doubt, ask Arof. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.